Philadelphia is an awesome beer community, is awesome beer, but maybe not some of the production value or, you know, just cleaned up a little bit. And, um, you know, now we're here in this beautiful studio in Northern Liberties, essentially like the Brooklyn of Philadelphia. And it's, yes, it it's kind of cool to make this happen, you know, in our city. Welcome to the Brew Dad Podcast, where something's always brewing. I'm your host, Richie Tevlin. Today, we're interviewing ourselves, while I'm joined by Brew Dad co-founders, Evan Bloom and Cole Decker. Hello. Um, we're talking about Brew Dad and how you guys went from a Instagram page to one of the premier beer marketing companies in the region in you know a little over a year. Yeah, man. Happy, happy to yeah. be here. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to all of us. It's very exciting. And this has been months in the making. We've been talking about this for over six months and really kind of pulling it together the last you know two to three months and this is incredible we have this beautiful new production studio in northern liberties and uh ready to get some guests in here yeah man it's super exciting to finally get this off the ground like we like just having to sign up it, like took too long at home depot at like nine o'clock over the weekend figuring out how to just mount this to these poles yeah yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah every single time i talk to you guys it's like you guys just do something else crazy, make it so much better. Yeah, it's absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, we're trying to do something really different in the space. I, I think that's really what it comes down to, and it's it's really exciting. We're taking a very young approach to it, which a lot of people just don't have that vision at this point. And hmm. I think we're trying to turn a different path into what craft beer might be and can be. So Yeah, the vision or the ability. I mean, I can visualize this, and it's amazing, but I would have no <laughs> idea how to do this. You guys... Can you know put tire to whatever pavement and you know figure it out. This is this is crazy. Yeah. Above <laughs> <Well>, my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're glad we can um, we can support you as well because uh, we know you're a beer expert. So we're excited to have uh, like brewers come on and, and talk to you and. Yeah, it'd be exciting. Like yeah. I, you know, I I am in the brewing industry and I know a lot of these people, but um, you know, as a brewer, I feel like uh, sometimes I get stuck you know, worrying about my own, what's happening in my own brewery and, you know, what's going on in my own life, what what's happening, you know, yeah. at my bar. And, uh, you know, it'd be cool to go out and talk to the movers and the shakers of the industry, see what's actually happening in Philadelphia. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like Philadelphia, especially, the brewery community is so close-knit. Uh, like every brewer, like brewery that we've been to, every brewer's like, hey, go to this, don't come to, like, my place, go to somebody else's, go to Rob or Steve or whoever. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he makes it better than I do. It's it's cool. It's like a big like friend group. Feels yeah, like. I think in Philadelphia it feels very tight. But when you go outside of the area, sometimes maybe you don't get that. Um, and you know, this is the perfect opportunity to showcase the cool stuff that Brudat is doing. I need to kick this habit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I think it's it's a good way to get ourselves on the internet, give other people the opportunity to get on the internet, get their faces out there. Um, you know, give them a taste of, you know, plugging into the matrix. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think a big part in my eyes too, it's like, where do you have a resource that really connects all the tissue of what's happening in the beer space? Um, and I like to think that we're providing something of, of that sort where someone can learn at their pace, like what they want to, and just see what's happening. And there's a, it's almost like there's so many different individual people and places that are doing their own thing, obviously, and there's nothing bridging a lot of that together. And you can pair that with 
everything that's happening locally with just all the cool other beer-related things that go on because there's so much. And, I mean, for example, just the the Citizens Bank Beer Festival that just happened. Yeah. Like, that's a big beer event. But all these different things have a a place, uh, like I think in Brudette, where you can just see what's going on at a given time. And I think Definitely that's... in the same platform that people are using, you know, yeah. like a lot of these people are doing individual efforts and, you know, you help out breweries on an individual scale, but you know, on a larger scale, you know, you guys are giving them a platform and someplace that people can go to and, you know, find out what's actually happening, you know, mm-hmm. in the area. Yeah. And it's crazy how much is happening in the area. Uh, yeah. Like we're always reporting on like things going on uh, in Philadelphia and the surrounding areas. And sometimes it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like, and some, and, but some of them are so cool. Uh, like there was one on a, like a warship in New Jersey. Yeah, the, the New Jersey battleship yeah. event. And like what you mentioned, the, the Phillies event. Uh, we, we just came back from. Um, that was so cool. Like, yeah, it, it was just a, it was a, the Phillies were playing an away game. Who were they playing, actually? It was the Dodgers. Mets. The Mets. They were in New York. Playing an away game, and they just showed the Phillies game at the stadium when they had like 30-plus breweries stationed across the whole stadium you can go on the warning track you can meet different like ex-players and everything all you can drink beers and all you can yeah. drink beers. not 14 dollar beers and yeah <laughs> literally not 14 dollar beers nice it's funny though they had so where they would have the like cheesesteak place and the pizza place they would still be serving like miller lights if you wanted to buy pounders i'm like who was buying a 15 dollar pounder when you have like every brewery, or all the best breweries in Philadelphia, in one place for free, free right now. Yeah, I guess they got something for everybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the cocktails, like wine and stuff. I'm like, there's there's wine here for you. You can take for free. <laughs> I don't know why you would waste your money on that, but um, it was great though. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Honestly, it was pretty surreal walking the the warning track. Um, just looking around, knowing the that energy that comes in the the Philly I mean, stadium. I mean, the playoffs right now. I mean, by the time this podcast yeah. might come out. Um, is it? Is that when the World Series is? Yeah, I yeah it would be. be. I think it I would be. Guys, oh, true, but... true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wild card starts when we're filming this tomorrow. Yeah. So, fingers awesome. crossed. Yeah. Future us. It's exciting. Cool. So we have a lot of stuff going on with you guys. Do you guys want to start off? Just kind of introduce yourselves. Kind of yeah. say what Brewdad is. I mean, we said it came from an Instagram page, but like, you know, how did how did it actually come to be? Yeah, I'll give the quick pitch, I guess. So I was working my prior job. Uh, I worked at Nestle in supply chain for three and a half years and just always grew up liking craft beer. And and not just specifically like the craft beer itself, but I, I really love the brewery experience. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where my love of craft beer came in. And I still wouldn't consider myself the beer expert, but it's still like... Everything about craft beer has brought me into this scene, and meaning like, ev- like the different flight paddles that someone might have, the different way that somebody might market their brewery, their the can labels, or just there's so many different elements that each place possesses that really has like a, its own personal flair. So what I did was I had this idea, just like really looking through social media, like looking to see where I can find like everything. And it's just like it wasn't there. Um, so I thought, I'm like, I, we could probably do something. I don't know. Like, I have an idea of, like, I just want to see what the places look like on the inside. So let's do videos. Um, so let's just do some videos on the, the space. And I came to Cole. And I'm like, I have this idea. I, 
I don't have any sort of production background or any sort of background in just super artistic like visual, visualization. I just have a concept of this is something I think would look really cool, be really cool for social media. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are age and generation like craft beer, but a lot of the beer owners are also a bit older and they're not in tune with craft beer as much. So I'm like, Cole, I think there's something here. And I went to his house and I had like a 20 slide like PowerPoint I, I had built and we're, st- and we're best friends, by the way. So it's it like... So I'm rolling my eyes the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I'm imagining how this is going. It's just like, what is this? It was completely... Can we go out and drink? Yeah, it was completely overkill. Like, there's no need for the PowerPoint, but I'm just, like, so hyped up on it. I'm like, dude, you got it. Like, this, there's this, there's this opportunity. I'm yeah, like, I imagine the stepbrothers presentation yeah. at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at some point we could show you it. Yeah. Like, you, it would be funny. Maybe that worldwide. <laughs> I think that it was Brew Life. It was... It, yeah, and then... From there, right away, Cole was like, we're in, uh, I'm in, and then we went into some of the names, and yeah. Yeah, the names are great. Uh, Brew15, unfortunately, is taken on Instagram. Um, we contacted him, if, if he's listening. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, thankfully, we didn't do Brew15, because we don't want to limit ourselves to Philadelphia. Hopefully, at some point, we can be in New York, we can be in Chicago, um, and really expand Brudat so it's easier for every city to navigate um, sure. the brewery industry. Um, and Brudat's I, wherever you're at. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to steal that for sure. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Evan came to me, gave me a call. I remember I was like just walking through the city, and he's like, I have this crazy idea. I'm like, all right, like, fine, I'll do it. No, I was excited. You, you were you were excited. You were uh, excited, and I, I like to think like you had no idea. He had no idea what he signed up for mm-hmm. for, for a while. Yeah. It makes it a little bit easier that you get to drink while you're doing it. So it's like very nah, I mean, If you lose, you still win. Yeah, yeah. It, it I'm, I'm more easier convinced when I'm drinking as well. I think so. <laughs> that also makes it uh, better for us, I guess. But yeah, then we just kind of started putting some videos together, and we were getting traction on on those videos. So ever since the like first videos we posted, we've never had under a thousand views on our videos. And when was this? This was March twenty twenty two, I think. Okay. So Yeah. We're about a year and a half in since we started posting. Yep. Um but yeah, we, we I think I had the idea in like October of twenty twenty one. When did I I honestly I remember meeting you guys, but I don't even remember I mean it could have been the spring, the fall, the summer, I had no idea when I met you guys. I remember Pretty that was a early. Big day for us. Yeah, it was a huge day for us. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, we were like, Man, we nailed that. We like went to <laughs> like went to a bar after, like cheersing. I mean, it was an awesome video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was in uh that was the summer that that summer. So like June okay. twenty twenty two. Nice. So yeah, it was that was awesome and like Yeah, I know you guys had met Shane, um, you know, one of the other managers where I work and you know, he said that you guys were doing great work. I checked you guys out and I'm a troll on social media, so I was like I feel like I'm kind of overly critical about you know what breweries are doing because yeah. I'm looking at them all the time, mm-hmm. so I'm like judging people whether they're putting out good stuff or they're putting out original content or whatnot. And there was something about you guys that I just it was like you guys were different. You guys even before I met you guys, it was like the quality of the stuff that you guys were putting out was awesome, and the stuff that you guys are putting out now was like blows that away. It's it's great, yeah. but I knew that it was like something different. I was like I I need to kind of talk to you guys, see what you guys are about. And then when you guys, when we talked, for, like, we talked for like 45 minutes, just yeah. in the middle of this crowded bar, and, uh, you know, you guys were like so hungry to like do stuff. I was like, I, 
I want to like stay kind of in contact with you guys. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, you guys like blowing me away every single time I talk to you guys. You guys have more and more stuff going on, cleaner stuff, you know, better quality things, you know. Um, you know, it's awesome. I'm happy that I'm kind of part of this now. So, Dude, so we're happy to have you part of it. Thrilled yeah. to have you a part of this. I mean, like I said, free beards. Turn down. <laughs> when when you were so eager to come to Brooklyn to visit and check out like just some of the beer scene there and like hang out with us for that day, that was like the really like that hit that hit me a lot. Being mm-hmm. like, no, it was super interested. It was cool, and I I think growing up. Um, you know, I've, I've always been in the craft beer space my whole career mm-hmm. and I've always, you know, obviously victory has always been, so I work at victory. Um, my, but my gr- growing up, I loved victory. victory was always my favorite brewery, yeah. but I looked up to a lot of the smaller breweries in Brooklyn, you know, um, mm-hmm. KCBC, which we went and visited, uh, evil twin. I was obsessed with them. I, you know, I applied there probably. 50 times mm-hmm. um talked to gene there and it was it was like i love going up there because i think that that's kind of like the standard for small breweries you know maybe not large regional mm-hmm. but like they mm-hmm. kind of have the space down for the small local regional breweries i like going up there every once in a while and kind of refreshing myself um but you know when you guys said you were doing this in philly i thought it was an op- awesome opportunity to kind of bring that same energy and bring that same quality of work into the Philadelphia market. Because like we were saying, you know, I yep. think Philadelphia is an awesome beer community, is awesome beer, but maybe not some of the production value or, you know, just mm-hmm. cleaned up a little bit. And, um, you know, now we're here in this beautiful studio in Northern Liberties, essentially like the Brooklyn of Philadelphia. And it's, yes, it is. it's kind of cool to make this happen, you know, in our city. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, how many breweries there are just nearby? You know, we have Yards, Triple Bottom, um, Mainstay. Mainstay. I mean, I think you said that there's about 160 breweries in the city or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then so, Justin's there. Just yeah. walking up Spring Garden, you'll hit like three or four. It's crazy. Yeah. It is 160 breweries in a 30-mile radius of Philly itself. Wild. So, like, just the sheer amount of beer in the area. Like, obviously, like, people are drinking beer. People love all these breweries. And it's just, it's crazy. It, there's a lot. There is a lot of beer here, too. And, like, I, where I... Like where I see things is, there's a ton of beer, but how many? How much beer does one person know? And like, mm-hmm. if I were to go to my friend and say, like, what breweries can you name? You can't name 160 breweries. That I can tell you. <laughs> you can maybe name five to ten. And where I see is opportunity. That means there's 150 places that don't have their name to people that are drinking beer. Yeah, like you said, each each one has its own special, unique characteristics. So, you know, they might be able to name them, but, you know, truthfully, I haven't been down to Dock Street and their South Street location. But mm-hmm. I know, um, you know, they're like kind of an iconic Philadelphia brewery. I yeah. not, haven't been to their space. But, mm-hmm. you know, seeing it on Instagram, you know, maybe that will then drive me down there to actually go check it out. You know, when I see it, I'm like, oh, I'm now I'm excited to go check it out. Yeah, and I think a whole other part of it is it, it is just a place to have fun in some cases. You know what I mean? It's it's for uh, beer drinkers, but it's also for friends of beer drinkers that just want to have a great time. There's live music. There's games. For there's sure. a, like cornhole. And it definitely has a more community feel. Absolutely. Than a normal bar. And I don't know if that's just, uh, 
you know, kind of the culture that it, it's brought or kind of the laws that are in place. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, people feel more connected, so they kind of respect the beer a little bit more instead of just, you know, slamming motor lights in mm-hmm. the yeah. garage or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, uh, I, it just kind of each one feels like the best bar you want to go to. It's like the perfect yeah. level of energy you want to see. Absolutely. I always call it like the town, the new town square. For sure. That's where people meet up. That's where your, na- like your neighbors meet up. For sure. And it's made locally. So all of it is all local. For sure. I'm um, talking to the brewer about the Eagles Phillies game. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's super cool. Definitely. Um, do we want to get into some of these beers? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let's get into beers it. in the area. Um, what do we want to drink first? We got three. We can split these up. Um, yeah, I want to try this one. I'll try the Expedition Brown Ale. So Visit Bucks County sent us these these beers. So thank you, Visit Bucks County. But uh, it's a large collaboration between like all the Bucks County breweries. Uh, there's like 26 breweries that came together to make this at Warwick Farm. Um, yeah, it's it's really exciting. Cool, cool venture they did. Put cheers in. Oh, already drank. <laughs> All good. Yeah, I love uh, Warwick Farms. I had a chance to get up there um, a couple months ago for some beer fest they did. It's an awesome little farm brewery they got up there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, I know a lot of people, when we did that video over there, a lot of people showed up. Like my sister brought her um, boyfriend from DC all the way up there. I mean, so if you go there, cool. it's just like, I need to take a picture of this. It's yes. like the whole place beautiful. is like Absolutely. done so perfectly. Yeah, and they do like a whole um, like Woodstock thing. What's like, oh, I forget the name of it. Um, but they do a whole like music festival there because they had all that space. They have so much energy. The owners are awesome. I know Ryan. I forget the other owner's name, but you know they're they got great personalities. So um, you know they're very involved in the beer scene. They've and they've just opened up a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. um, yep. you know definitely cool to see them grow and be su- successful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's a good beer too. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like fruit, like. Fruity forward, yeah. little little bite, little hop in there. It's really good, actually. Yeah, it is really good. I would hope so. I mean, they put a... 26 breweries come together, and it's just like the worst beer I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it, it turns into that, like, too many things. are just, like, kind of brown, mush, but... Yeah. Um, I, I mean, all these are great breweries. I imagine they're all kind of thinking the same thing on this. Yeah. yeah. Bitch and Kitten is definitely one we got to get over to. I always tell Evan at the uh, events, when I was at Oktoberfest... At the Philadelphia Zoo, and I got the name right there. <laughs> um, and then when I went to the Phillies All Star yeah. um, Beer, Wine, and Cocktail, Bitch and Kitten had a really long line. And I was talking to them, like, you guys, it's like around the stadium. I need to check them out. This is one of those people that you guys, just being honest, is going to force me to get yeah. it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Nice, yeah. Richie, when, when you drink a beer from like a brewer's perspective, wh- what do you look for? Like, what are the first things that come to your mind? Um, I guess when I am drinking, so this is a brown ale. I don't typically drink brown ales, but, you know, I like beer. So in an environment like this, you know, I like it, I guess. Yeah. I can sit there and enjoy it and think about it. If I'm in a bar, I'm probably not ordering a brown ale. But I like to see, you know, balance. So whatever, whatever it is, you know, if it fits in the style guidelines and it's nice and balanced, nice and drinkable, mm. that's, what I'm, that's what I'm going for. What's your favorite beer? My favorite beer. My favorite type of beer. Uh, lagers, pilsners. Um, I mean, lagers and pilsners are so popular right now. I think it's, it's cool to see. I mean, that's what I'm was ordering at breweries and bars when mm-hmm. I was like five years ago, and now everybody's putting out awesome lagers. So, 
What is like the show, like would you say is the showcase beer for a brewer? Like if, if you, as a brewer, you go into a brewery, like what are you trying that, that you I think kind the, of feel out? The standard answer is lager. Because okay. lagers are a little bit harder to brew and so you can't hide behind hops. But like we're saying, every brewery is different. You might walk mm-hmm. into a brewery, if you go to a fermentary forum, you're not getting the Pilsner and seeing how it is to determine how good the brewery is. You mm-hmm. want to get a, a barrel-aged Saison or some like fruit forward, you know, uh, like uh, barrel fermented beer. Like you, I want to lean into like the strengths of the brewery. KCBC, yeah, you know, yep. they make awesome pilsners, but I'm probably getting a hazy IPA or fruited sour or something like that. Yeah, gotcha. You know, Drecker, I'm getting some crazy fruited sour. I don't like <laughs> crazy fruited sours, but you know, that's hmm. that's from getting where I go there. So I, I want to see what the brewery says tells me to drink. That's that's what I'm getting. Cool. Which I am. Uh, as a brewer, I know people love flights, but I, I, <laughs> I just, I wish people could go in and just ask the bartenders, you know, like what I should get yeah. and just trust them. You know, they are there every day. You know, they are experts on the beer that's at that brewery. Um, you should be able to, you know, go in there and trust them that they're going to, you know, send you in the right direction, give you a beer that you want. Yeah, absolutely. I hear that. And this is where I'll, I'll my two cents. <laughs> I know you. I know. I know you I'm, I'm a flight guy and I'm going to be a flight guy. And, and, I, and in a way, I do think it's partly like the youth and like just the younger generation. Like they like trying a lot of different things. I know I like trying a lot of different things. It's the TikTok of beers. <laughs> True. <laughs> Quick hit. Yeah. But I could see it definitely being the t- it is the TikTok of beers. That's a good comparison. Well, I'm going to be embarrassed every time I order a flight. Do you actually? No, no, no. I'm saying now I'm going to be. Oh. We're going to get a flight. They're like, oh, you have a TikTok of beer? Sure, kid. We'll no, get no, you a flight. don't be embarrassed. It's like it, just, if you're going to a brewery and like, you want to check out everything they have, it's a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's like one of those things that I I like to just go there and order like one full-size, perfectly poured beer of whatever they want me to drink. Yeah. yeah. No, and that, that makes complete sense. And I think, and I, and I do like that from like, it comes down to the brewery. Like, mm-hmm. is that... Like as a brewery, where do you see like the best way to drink a beer? If it's not a flight, then they don't serve flights, and there's plenty that don't too. Yeah, yeah. when we went up to Evil Twin, when we were up to in Brooklyn, yeah. they had like I think I actually got a flight because they had like some carrot beer. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, beer. I was like, all right, I want to try this. I don't know <laughs> if I'm drinking a full glass of a carrot beer, but I definitely want to try it. I def I got a flight then, but Richie got a flight. There you heard it first. <laughs> yeah, outed. It broke me. <laughs> That was an interesting beer. That tasted a lot like there was a, there was a ton of carrot juice. Very it. orange, I remember. It was very, very orange. orange. It was actually carrot juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I feel like also the, all of the different beer glasses, all different beers are supposed to be served in different glasses. How much do you think that matters? Uh, I think it definitely matters. I think you know people drink with their eyes first. Uh, True. It's one of the reason why. You know, can art is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it puts people in a mood before they taste it. So true. Uh, yeah. And the same thing with the glass. You know, if you're getting the full experience, like you're already paying premium for this craft beer. You're already, you know, diving into like whatever the culture of that brewery is. Yep. You might as well drink the beer how it's supposed to be drank in the beer glass or whatever you're drinking out of. Yeah. Stein, whatever it have. Like you, you want to ex- take the full experience. Yeah. Um, so I, I know kind of glassware has kind of made a reassert, 
resurgence in like the last couple of years. I know human robots like huge on different mm. glassware. Yep. Um, I know us at Victory have a couple of different types of glassware. It's not just you know your normal just nonic pint that you know a lot of people were doing you know five ten years ago. Uh, people are kind of embracing this you know unique another way to present you know their product to the customers. Yes, I feel like uh, when we were at Wilmington, uh, Wilmington uh, Brew Works. Yeah. Yeah. They had a lot of different glasses. I thought I. I uh, like shooting the, all the photos of all the beers, it was a treat. I think it's it was... also cool. I mean, like, you know, this is a kind of a craft hobby thing. Like, not to compare it to like, you know, Pokemon, but like, you want to go to a brewery, <laughs> you want to drink the beer, you want to show it off. So, Untapped, yeah. that's why Untapped is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Instagram for beer is huge because you take pictures of it and you share it with people. So, yep. you know, just the different glassware, it's just a different way kind of express what that beer is going to taste like or what you're drinking and you know it just looks better yeah, yeah absolutely that's really well said i completely agree you said yeah. you said pokemon and he you're on board he, yeah you said pokemon <laughs> i'm like whatever this guy says next yeah i, I feel it <laughs> i'm a big pokemon fan if richie you don't know that <laughs> i was too i was Jigglypuff. yeah <laughs> Jigglypuff's a good one yeah. game boy Game Boy the Pokemon? What? Game Boy the Pokemon. Oh, Game Boy, Game Boy the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> cool. Um, so what, uh, so you guys, you know, had this Instagram page. You guys had this idea. How did it go from, or like, how long did it take to go from you guys just going to breweries, taking pictures, to then you guys either promoting other breweries, promoting events, where like, you guys are full-on company at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, w- at, at what point did that actually become, like, just you guys are going around getting drunk on the weekends? It's actually, you know, I mean, this is your yeah. full-time job. Here's yeah. the secret. It's never changed from being drunk on the weekend. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, um, but, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think, so, in my eyes... Very, very me. I, I've I've always looked to this as a company, and like since day one. So like even though we were like going to all these places, I was like still what we were putting out there. I was like I just I want this to be the best. Like I, I always had that aspiration to showcase this, mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways, this is all following a vision still to where I saw a potential opportunity. Definitely. Like, to showcase craft beer in a really fun way. So yeah, I, I mean, was always naturally pushing the boundaries with any brewery we went to, to yeah. see like what their appetite would be for certain things and always trying to have conversations with them and just like learn some of their needs, but also like just showcase like there's so much on social media that you guys can be doing too that can really like help you out in a way. And such yeah. a hunger for it, such a hunger for that content. I think that's what we've we found pretty quickly i mean from the start i mean even before we started filming here today uh one of you guys said like this is this feels professional this is professional like this is the first episode like we granted we do have a lot of stuff lined up we already have guests and everything lined up for the next couple months Mm -hmm. but you know this is professional like yeah um, and from the start i mean i noticed what you guys were doing was i don't even know if you guys were making money at that point i think no so it was like from the jump you guys were doing something different definitely and i Kudos to Ev. I mean, you you've had that very business approach very early on, where sometimes we're we're shooting three breweries a day, and we don't even like be wanting to get drunk. We we want to make the best content we possibly yeah. can. We want to support the breweries as much as we can. Um, and sometimes the beer really does become secondary to our 
like interests and wanting to make the best content for the brewery possible. Yeah, I think that's sure. really what it comes down to. I think you know, being in the brewing industry for now nine years and really, you know, really, you know, knowing I wanted to get into it a couple of years before that, I've become. I tell my friends I'm a professional drinker, but it's <laughs> like it's not that I can drink more than other people. It's that you know I've gotten very good at like involving alcohol in my professional life you know like because mm -hmm. i'm always going to be around alcohol because i'm a brewer and people want to talk to me you know i'm going to have to drink with people yeah. so it's about not just finding moderation but it's like finding the right times that you have to drink versus you know you're just drink you're just being a patron at that point yep and you know i you guys are obviously able to do that you know already mm -hmm. so your maturity <laughs> took me a little bit but <laughs> um yeah, I think uh, just kind of taking that approach, you know, like, you know, I'm drinking, but, you know, I'm, this still is my job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Definitely. I think, and I think a, even a little different, but like, I think a lot of ways that support it is we didn't come from craft beer backgrounds or we didn't have any experience in brewing. We just really enjoyed the space and wanted to show it the way that I thought was possible. And I think Cole saw that way too. Mm -hmm. And, like as bringing it full circle, beer itself wasn't the main driver for me to go to breweries. Yeah, but it was that experience. So trying to showcase that experience of the beer scene was my is is and was my main focus, and mm -hmm. which is why always not always going to breweries. It wasn't. It's not for me to get trash all the time. Where I definitely want to, and in certain <laughs> cases, yeah, you definitely do. But it's like, it's to try a bunch of things and to like have fun in the whole space and get in like that experience. Definitely. Yeah, I, I second everything that you said. Um, for me as well, like at first I was, I was just like, I just want to create like beautiful photos and, and videos for these breweries. But once I really like dug deep into the industry, it, it's all, it's all like tied into the fabric of, Philly's Philly and the cities are a part of the neighborhoods are part of like I was saying before so it's it is helping local businesses yeah um, and that's really the end goal for us as well 100%. is to keep these keep people coming through the door and help yeah, um, I mean, small business these places that you're helping out are you know, down the street from you yeah so you're seeing them grow your neighborhood grow it's and kind of rising tide raises all ships yeah absolutely yeah and you say that really well in like my background being in big business it's like one of the first things when I left Nestle, it's like I've gotten such a more of a creation, mm -hmm. appreciation for local business. And it's like that I can put energy to. And it's like I feel really good about it. I completely agree. I mean, even this. I mean, think about all of these breweries in Bucks County coming together to make a beer together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, I think that speaks volumes of the industry. Really People does. aren't just like shrugging their shoulders or like crossing their arms and I don't know, like we do it the best and we're not going to work with anybody else. Everyone's trying to lift each other up as well. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And people, uh, you know, why craft beer has survived this long, you know, because people are able to appreciate and like recognize that everyone's kind of putting in, you know, their unique spin on it. It's not just, you know, you're copying the guy down the street. You know, mm -hmm. everyone's trying to do it their own way, do it the right way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think the customers appreciate that. Yeah, it's, like a, it's almost like a translation also of some of the brewers' personalities. We've been to breweries where it's all hip-hop theme, the spray paint What's on the, the walls. Uh, Mystic Ways? Oh, yeah. it's. I want to meet the owner of that place. I, he's, a, <laughs> he's a really nice guy there. Yeah, I want to go to like Burning Man with him or something. <laughs> 
so do I, definitely, if he's listening. Uh, take us to Burning Man, please. Um, not when it's flooded out. It was crazy <laughs> yeah, this yeah. year. But um, yeah, I mean, his uh, dedication to his concept is insane. Um, and that whole family. When we walked in, yeah, yeah. Um, we met his wife, we met his mom. I mean, they were so happy to have us there. So, so excited. Happy. It was, yeah. it was the, like, the greeting they gave us. They were thrilled. and It was awesome. Mm-hmm. We loved talking to them. Yeah, they're, they're really great people. Um, and like I was saying, it's that dedication to their concept. They, they're building these giant mushrooms. They painted the whole walls like a... Um, the, um, what's it, the Northern Lights. Yep. Um, the LED bar top. Oh my god! That so changed cool. colors. They had they like the remote. River. They gave, us, they gave yeah. us the remote. They're like, here, change the colors on the the bar to <laughs> whatever you want. Best for photos. Yeah, it's like okay. Super yeah, kind great. people, and it's and it's those experiences that are insanely motivating in this industry, um, for people that you know get to bounce around a bunch of different breweries. Um, like we we left yeah. that place really motivated. Wow, it's such a such a cool industry. You know, I mean, you guys had a ton of great content also. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Very, very true. So good, good in both ways. Good beer, great content. Um, and yeah, I mean, really nice people. For you, I mean, you, you guys come in. And I think you guys are in a unique space where, like, a lot of these small breweries, they have these unique concepts, and you know, they're so focused on what they're doing, they might kind of lose touch with the, you know, the whole goal of you know selling beer to people, and they might mm-hmm. not understand the social media space. They might not understand production video production, taking photos, um, where you guys can kind of come in and kind of be that intermediary between, you know, customers and these people that have these awesome spaces, awesome beer. Yeah. Totally. It makes the job, honestly, very easy, I have to say. Because uh, you think, you know, oh, like, what could a brewery look like when you shoot it like, the 30th time? And I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of different breweries out there with a lot of different decor, a lot of different kind of beers being served in all different kinds of glasses, awesome logos, awesome merchandise. Um, it is a very, it's, it's been pretty easy um, to capture that beautifully. I um, mean, that, that's, that's due to these brewers with and their, their dedication. Yeah, their dedication. Yeah, I remember I, when we, you took us to a brewery in Fishtown um, when we were doing a test day. Which brewery was that? Meeting, uh, House. Meeting House. Meeting House. My God, it's like, they had, they had the custom tiles. They, it's like there's so many parts of that. Yeah, I want to have that guy on. He, yeah. So he was the creative director, his name, creative director at McKellar, in one of the most iconic international craft breweries. And I don't know if he's from Philly. I don't know. You know, McKellar's a Denmark brewery. Yep. Like the fact that he's now in Fishtown is kind of crazy. Yeah. And I think he's... They're contract brewing out of Tonewood in Jersey. It's making awesome beer. If you haven't been to Tonewood, another great, awesome brewery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're contract brewing out there, and like they've created this like awesome space with this awesome beer, um, and kind of everything works together there. And they just they just opened up, you know, a couple months ago, and they're already doing great. Yeah. Especially also moving into a space that was Memphis Tap Room. You know, that's a, has a lot of history as not just a great beer bar, but like one of the you know foundations of craft beer in philadelphia and they yeah. were able to kind of move into that space where like not only are they a cool brewery but they're able to kind of keep that history alive you know as the philadelphia you know beer history kind of keeps moving forward yeah absolutely and i think you could i've really noticed that change too i mean on the ground level going to a friend's house that doesn't go to breweries ever has always got craft beer in his fridge yeah. you know it's just already become a new like part of our society of just now only picking up, maybe not only, but 
most of the time, when I when I see in people's fridges are craft beers and they're not as tapped into the craft beer space as we are. Yeah. Um, I think that says a lot too. For sure. And like America has, you know, I guess whiskey, rye, but, you know, as far as American alcohol culture goes, you know, we are known for macro lagers hmm. and, you know, while craft beer is all over the world, it's almost like craft beer has really blossomed in America. Definitely. These new breweries, you know, exploring new styles, kind of brewing everything. Where it's not like, you know, we're brewing one specific style like some of these traditional like European breweries, but like it's almost become the American culture that, you know, these local breweries are brewing all these new cool things all the time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people are embracing it means that it's, you know, gonna stick around. Definitely. I don't I we have a friend uh that lives in Spain and um he he came down or he came over to he grew up in Philly, went to Spain, recently came back and he's like, What What's the national beer of America? What is it What's like? What's the national Bud beer Light? of Spain? I can't yeah. name one beer from Spain. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, he's like, what is it like, Bud Light or something? And I'm like, it's not. I think if really, if you go to a bar, it's Modelo now. <laughs> yeah, it is Modelo now. Yeah. Um, but if you go to a bar and you look at their tap list, you're gonna see so many local breweries. So it's, I mean, it's really de- depends on where you're at in the country. Yeah. Is what you're not is what your beer is gonna be. Um, yeah. Obviously, you can say your Buds and your Millers, and they do exist, but. I think about American beer. I definitely think of how creative the like the the brewing, how many different creative beers there are, and what, what you see on, on affiliate tap. Yeah, list. it's like, almost not having a culture is the culture. Exactly. It's just kinda everyone has total creative freedom to do whatever they want, mm-hmm. and the you know all the customers, everyone in America has kind of accepted the fact that like we we like this variety. We want to see everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember when I was a kid, um, my. My dad would always get a big beer list, and I'm, I'm like, I would order like a Coke or something. And there's like three options: Sprite, Coke, and <laughs> like root beer or something. Yeah, I was so jealous of him. I'm like, I can't wait till I'm 21 <laughs> when I can flip through a whole beer book and like, it's so cool how many different varieties there are. And I'm gonna bring it right back to flights. <laughs> but before I got into craft beer, I would go to like these. I, I I went to Triumph Brewing with my girlfriend's sister and husband, and. I was I was able to drink and they were just getting flights and flights and flights and I'm like, this is not fair. Like they're getting to try all these cool things and like, I'm just sitting here watching and like that just intrigued the hell out of me. Yeah, I, ways. I think when I go out and drink, like fifty fifty, I'm either go out and I get brotherly love or summer love, yeah. company man, but <laughs> I, I just like to I pay I have like different breweries that I like and I like to pick new beers that they're brewing yeah yeah so I, I guess i'm not drinking brew beer specific i'm picking like specific breweries yeah um so it's cool to see kind of you go a lot of bars kind of in the city in fishtown you know they'll have their their main breweries that they have all the time but it's new beer all the time from those breweries yeah so it's yeah. cool to kind of go in and like you're almost getting that brewery experience at a bar where you're getting these new cool beers each time you go in totally the way, the way I usually pick is I, I like to pick because I, I know all these different names of breweries, but I've never tried half of them. Mm. Or like I haven't tried a quarter of them. There's just so many. So anytime I see a, like just a new like a beer from a brewery I haven't had before, I'm like, that's what I want to try. So just recently, like I had a handful of different beers. I think Tired Hands I tried for the first time the other day. And uh, I forget the other one. Soul and Sun maybe out in uh, like Chester County. Shout out Chris Preston. <laughs> but um, yeah, I 
you can also do the math game. You go there, they got a giant beer list. You look at the, what size pour it is, how much money it costs, the ABV. You see what, what yeah. you're getting your money worth, <laughs> money's worth for. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I like going to those places and getting, because a lot of times when you go to the huge beer list, I try to get like the Brett Saisons or like some crazy thing that you're not, not going to get, some barrel aged something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, sometimes they're like four ounce pours that comes out and you're like, <laughs> I thought I was going to actually get a uh, beer on a flight, one singular beer glass flight. But Well, if you're looking for cost effective, then you have to get anything by victory. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, Sour Monkeys, Sour the Golden Monkey, Monkeys. Golden Monkey. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was our college, personally. Yeah. You just, you get... So you guys went to Temple. Yeah. Yeah. What are people at Temple drinking? Because I, I went to Penn State, and every single person drank uh, Natty Light, obviously. That's the, the college classic. beer. But then my junior and senior year, it switched over. Some people were drinking a little bit of hams. I don't know if hams, sure. I came in and just like kind of gave some big deal to whatever the beer distributor was there or something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's mostly just only Natty Light and hams. What, what were people at Temple drinking? Natty's a big one, for sure. You guys are in the city, so I feel like it, it, it is a little bit different. You guys kind of have access to some different options. Yeah. yeah. I So, Natty, and I remember Natterdays came out. It's like a lemonade. Natty, that? Natty Ice, too. Natty Ice. Natty Daddies, dear God. Um, but then, um, Genesee was my drink. So, I'm going to have to defend myself a little bit, because Evan's not a Genesee fan. Were you the weird guy at the party of the Genesee? Um... I was the weird guy at the bar or at the party with uh, Genesee. <laughs> I, so I made the mistake. So we were doing a beer Olympics and uh, one of our roommates was from Long Island. He had a few friends over who I didn't, I, we, we know them pretty well. We didn't know them super well, but um, they come over and I'm, I picked Genesee as our beer Olympics drink. And I don't know if you what guys is, can. What, how strong is it? It's not that strong, but it's a cream ale. So it's pretty thick. It was creamy. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, he was not happy about that at all. I think he puked, um, and I was fine. I was loving it because I love Genesee. But yeah, rookie mistake. You go for, like, the 4% low, super the lightest, low cow, lightest yeah. water beer there is. I did mine with Oktoberfest. Did you no, really? No, I did oh, not. I was like, <laughs> no, but stout. I, mine was, uh, I love Michelob Ultra. That was, like, my go-to uh, for a while. For and, and then I think, like, it really got into, like, junior, senior year. Oh, you know what was good too? The Bud Light Limes. Big fan of Bud Light Limes. Yeah, those were. I'm good. a big fan you too. BLOs, Bud yeah. Light Orange. No. Yes. 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 I, I, I didn't brought like them it. in. I, yeah, I, like I don't like them that much either. Yeah. Are you a diehard Bud Light Orange person? I like Bud Light Lime. I I brewed a but I, like it wasn't it was a beer that you could say it was like a Bud Light Lime clone last year that was pretty good. Nice. Cool. And I did an orange one. Uh, I definitely like the lime one better. But I remember when BLOs came out, it was like. Like they were like the hottest new thing in college. I'm a little bit yeah. older than you guys, and like so, I was like, I think junior or senior year when they came out, and like people were like fighting each other. Come <laughs> to the beer store. Uh, Ev, first craft beer you brought to Temple, what was it? Oh, craft beer. We, we can go through my evolution of beer. Like, I, Kona Big Wave was like the first beer that like wasn't super traditional college beer. Mm-hmm. But like then, first craft beer was probably Golden Monkey. It was either Golden Monkey or probably Yards Philly Pale. Yeah, yeah. Those were those were my favorites. And like senior year at that point, like so we turned twenty one. We're like, there's a whole world to there's a whole other world to this. Um, And I think that's when when Golden Monkeys got introduced. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, 
And the, I mean, this, the sour monkeys are dangerous though. Because they're delicious. Because they're so good. They're so good, and they're 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 high percentage. So, I mean, you have three, and you're, you pretty much go for the night at that yeah, point. Yeah, I don't think dangerous is the right word. I think they're they're just right. True, true. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, but uh, <laughs> dangerously delicious. I guess I should say. Yeah, I think the first two craft beers I got into were Summer Love and Sour Monkey. That's kind of like where I fell in love with Victory. But yeah, yeah. those are the first two beers, craft brewers, them and Evil Twin. My brother was living up in New York, and I was just yeah. like. He was in the Evil Twin. That was, I think, before. I think other half opened up in maybe 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was getting into craft beer like 2013, 2014. So like they were almost so small, they weren't even on the radar. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was Victory and Evil Twin were my two, two favorites. Yeah, I think Yards was or uh, Yards. Uh, Victory was definitely the first. I think I had. Um, good, uh, gateway. I yeah. Uh, Victory beer was the first time I got drunk. Like. <laughs> That was that was in high school at that point, but right. certainly first craft beer. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I guess is that time? Do you guys want to wrap it up? Yeah, I think let's it. let's close it up. Um, so we have uh, carbon copy on next. Excited? Yeah, we we have a really really awesome lineup. That's I'm super. Yeah, I don't super I don't want to say anything beyond the next one, but um, <laughs> yeah, we have some awesome guests coming up. You know, breweries. I guess we haven't explained what this podcast is you know we're yeah. gonna have breweries restaurants uh beer shops kind of just influencers kind of anyone that's in the scene in philly um kind of get their opinion see the movers and the shakers of the industry see yep. what's happening um bring in some of their favorite beers to try richie sure. will critique them on site for sure yes <laughs> so ready for your Very beer to strict. be destroyed get ready <laughs> now yeah we're excited um definitely want to just keep showing people I guess behind the curtain of the, the brewery industry. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. We get to talk to people, and then we get to give other people a platform. And, you know, we get to come here on here and talk to everybody every week. Yep. But, you know, to give other people the chance to do that, that might not have it every day, all the time. You yeah. know, they get to talk about themselves in, like, a very candid, open manner. Yep. Um, you know, they get to get some great candid shots themselves from you guys. That's right. And everybody wins. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Uh, you guys have anything to plug? Like, where can we find Brewdad at? Yeah, find us on Instagram right now. It is just at Brewdad. Uh, we have coming out the Brew Dad podcast on Instagram. Um, yeah, we got TikTok. We got a little bit of YouTube Reels as well. We do. We do. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But I'm like, yeah, our main our main <laughs> pr- platform yeah, is we Instagram. Yeah, we can find us on what on YouTube, all the pod major podcast platforms. Any right? yep. ma- yeah, any major podcast platform, you'll be able to find the podcast. Yep. And yeah, social media, you'll be able to find it on TikTok, Instagram. YouTube. That's what you guys do best. Marketing, selling, plugging, producing. Yeah, if you need if you don't know what to do this weekend, uh, look at our Instagram and we'll give you something to do, I'm sure. That's for sure. There's a lot going on. For sure.